welcome to my mommy's podcast. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic, the superfood mushroom company that I have been talking about and loving for years. I'm a big fan of all of their products, especially their coffee infused with brain-boosting lion's mane and their reishi elixir at night for awesome sleep. Recently, I've really been enjoying their protein powder. I especially love the peanut butter flavor because confession, peanut butter is one of my weaknesses. And I love that now I can get all of the flavor in this protein packed format rather than in the super calorie dense format of just peanut butter. And I've been making peanut butter chocolate smoothies with that. Um, For people who eat bananas, banana would probably be also a great addition, but I've just been sticking with the chocolate and peanut butter. I love it and my kids love it too, but you can try all of their products. I have yet to find one that I don't love. Try them all at foursigmatic.com forward slash wellness mama. And as a listener of this podcast, you can save 10% off all of their products with the code wellness mama, all lowercase. So again, that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash wellness mama and the code wellness mama to save 10%. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Blocks Glasses. Did you know that blue light damages our eyes and leads to digital eye strain when it comes from artificial sources? Symptoms of digital eye strain can include blurred vision, headaches, and dry, watery eyes. And some people even experience anxiety, depression, and low energy. I personally noticed that when I was exposed to, exposed to blue light after dark, I didn't sleep as well and I felt more fatigued the next day. Blue blocks are the evidence-backed solution to this problem, and they're made under optics laboratory conditions in Australia. They have over 40 styles and come in prescription and non-prescription, so there's truly a pair for everyone. I also love that Blue Blocks is giving back by working in partnership with Restoring Vision in their Buy One, Gift One campaign. So for each pair of Blue Blocks glasses purchased, they donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. Really awesome company, really awesome mission, and they have worked wonders for me. You can get free shipping worldwide and save 20% by going to blueblocks.com forward slash wellness mama and using the code wellness mama, all one word at checkout. Make sure you get the spelling right. It's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com forward slash wellness mama and the code wellness mama at checkout. Hello and welcome to the wellness mama podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com and wellness.com. That's wellness with an E on the end. My new line of personal care products. Be sure to check them out. This episode is all about one of the tools I use to stay productive and organized and that I feel is an extremely valuable tool. And I also feel like I'm not using it as well as I could be. It's called Notion and it's an app that can be used on phone or desktop. It integrates with both and there seem to be endless ways of using it. I am by no means an expert, so I am here with systems expert Sandra Halling, who is a business strategist and system expert who loves the technological side. Um, She's been doing different forms of this for 20 years, and now she brings her corporate experience and her strategic thinking to help small businesses and entrepreneurs and individuals in implementing Notion and how to use that to create a framework that supports their personal life. She focuses on organization and she guides her clients through creating personal and professional projects within Notion. And we go into some of these ways that she does this today. And it is very much a visual thing. So we talk through as much as we can just verbally here, but she's also going to have a link in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm 
that will take you to her site and to some more visuals on how to actually implement this as well as um, she might be willing to do a combined course for moms and families of how to use this specifically for those related topics. So I, again, I find this a very, very helpful tool, but I'm by no means an expert at using it. And I wanted to bring in Sandra today to go deeper on Notion. Sandra, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hi, thanks, Katie. I'm so excited to chat with you and learn from you today. One of the topics that is always coming up when I ask the listeners what they want me to talk more about is things like organization and productivity. And an app that I have been probably not even efficiently using that has made my life so much easier is called Notion. And I feel like I have a ton of room for improvement in how I use it. And I also feel like this is an amazing tool that is not super well known yet, especially among moms. And I think it can be absolutely incredible. So to start with, I know that you are an expert in this, which is why I was so happy to chat with you today, but walk us through on a very broad level what Notion is. Okay. So Notion at its core is kind of like a database, but I say that word and sometimes people run for the hills. So just know that uh, when you're first diving into it, it's really like a pound is maybe a better word. It's a no code application, which means it's very easy to set up and configure. And it's meant to do everything under the sun from handle notes and tasks to collaboration. And one of the beautiful things about Notion is that you can cross-reference and sync data from all areas of your life to all other areas. So that means that it's very flexible when it comes to designing your own personal dashboard that makes sense to you and the way you want to run your family, run your life, run your business, and so on. Yeah, I feel like I'm only beginning to barely scratch the surface of understanding how many uses it has. And I use it for business and also for kind of household management and just keeping track of everything I need to do in my own life, as well as like long-term goal tracking. Um, I track something called OKRs or objectives and key results for both business and personal. And I keep all of those things in Notion. But I know before we started recording, you mentioned a really good point, which is that there is a learning curve when it comes to Notion. And I think anytime we're talking like high level organization, it can seem overwhelming at first. Certainly when I first started using Notion, I was a little bit stuck as far as how to create systems in it. And um, I, I ended up having to kind of go outline all the things I needed to figure out how to manage and then work from there versus just trying to start creating a Notion. So if someone's new to it, how can they kind of avoid that overwhelm or what's a good starting point just to start to learn or start to figure out what you're going to put in Notion to begin with? Yeah, so one of the that I would throw out there for new user is to think about all of the notebooks and post-it notes and shoeboxes that you have around with various tidbits of information. Everything from like the whiteboard in your kitchen where you keep your menu, at least that's what I do, you know, uh, Uber, Uber nerd over here. But all of the little places where you have pieces of information that you don't want to lose track of and start thinking about those as parts of your life that you could bring together in a coherent whole. So if you could have sort of a one-stop shop for just getting the pulse of things, what would that look like in a night world? And even like breaking out the crayons and like drawing it out in the early days is a really good thinking about it because Notion really is so flexible. I think it's worth taking the time to customize it for yourself. And then the second thing is I also wouldn't like 
overdo that because Notion is better when you start using it as soon as possible, as opposed to trying to build the perfect system before you dive in. And that's the other thing I see people do a lot is like jump in and then get so excited about how fun it is to design it because it really is fun if you like playing around in these sorts of things. Uh, And then forget that it's meant to actually make your life easier and not sort of be a distraction rabbit hole. So It's like finding that happy medium between putting some thought into what you want it to look like, what purpose you want it to serve, what information do you wish you could organize better or had better track of. So my corporate clients are are usually point to like their Google Drive is a mess or their stuff buried in Slack. But my like personal clients think about it more for like, you know, tracking their chores sheet or uh, finances or maybe health systems or just different things on, on the personal side, even hobbies. It's a great place to track information on hobbies. So it's kind of like getting the lay of the land of all the categories and then thinking about how you would want to bring it together and being really patient with yourself. Like you mentioned, I love that you mentioned the OKRs because I track those as well. I think it's a great place to be able to do that high level planning as well as the low level day to day task planning. I think that's something to think about also is like when I build my system, one of the things I've done is I have time-based perspectives. So I have like a daily page, a weekly page, but then I also have a sort of topic perspective. So I have a business homepage and a uh, personal homepage and then also things for hobbies and so on. So it's kind of looking at the categories. And then the third thing I'll throw out right off the bat is like, make sure that if you fall down the YouTube, the plethora of information on YouTube about Notion is that you go to Notion's official channel and look at the videos. And I always suggest that even for my like advanced users, because Notion as a company, when they put out videos, they focus more on the features and how it works as opposed to like application and templates. And there's lots of information and examples out on YouTube about different ways of approaching it and like looking at different templates. But sometimes what gets lost in that is like the really simple core concepts of what is a page and what is a table. And so like, what are the building blocks within Notion that you use to configure your system? Got it. Okay. So I'd love to go through a little bit of these kind of maybe get some advice step-by-step on things that are largely universally applicable to people listening. So things like all of us have to eat and most of us are planning food for families. And I have, you know, tools like real plans that I use to do this, but I also keep my meal plan in notion, including like a seasonal rotating meal plan. But you mentioned food being a meal plans being a thing that is great to track in Notion, and I fully agree. So um, walk us through kind of some how someone can start doing that or what kind of, I guess not template, but what kind of system they should set up in there to be able to build on. Yeah. So in terms of like food and meal plans in particular, one of the things that I recommend to people often is uh, to think about their groups of information sort of like separate buckets. So for example, I have a a recipe log where I have different websites and I'll go on the website and grab the prettiest picture of whatever it is and put that at the top and then have the instructions and any sort of notes in there. And then, but separate recipe log, I actually have a completely separate table for like my menu plan. So it's like, what day am I planning to eat what, right? And 
from there, I link that actually, it's just around with this yesterday, my Sunday afternoon on which was playing around with uh, making this work even better than it has before. So I'm kind of super excited to talk about it today. <laughs> and that is that I linked it into what I call my daily journal or my sort of like my digital bullet journal, if you will. So I have this daily homepage that I go to that has all these reflections, which I can get into in a second, but it has a link to journaling questions and my habits, like am I drinking my water, am I exercising, that good stuff. And then it also has this display of week and will actually tell me what I plan to eat or whatever I plan to make for dinner. And Notion does these has all these great different display formats, if you will. So one of the things I can do is actually set this up so that there's a reminder that if we're having stir fry for dinner, I should make the rice at lunchtime so I don't forget. You know, it's like it's that little stuff that can make our lives so much easier. And so figuring out how to set up my gallery view and notion. So it not only displays a pretty picture of the recipe to entice me to start dinner prep when I should. <laughs> and it also tells me like, hey, what can I do at lunchtime to make my evening a little smoother? So that's kind of like structurally how I do meal. I have the different tables, but I'll say like to even kind of zoom out or go to an even more big level. Uh, one of the things to I like to point out for Notion users is that when you're starting out, What's the difference between a page and how you make tables relate to each other in a way that makes things easier? Tables can be pretty specific in its purpose. Like I was saying, I have a recipe table, but that's very separate from my meal plan table. And that's separate from my digital bullet journal and habit tracking table. And by doing things like that, it gives you a little more flexibility and control about what you display where and you know, Notion is so, it's hard to communicate over audio, right? How flexible it is. And I'm sure you could speak to this too, where you just can control so many little nuances of what you see on various screens and dashboards. It's unlike any other home maintenance or, you know, effort I've put into to tracking, like just all those things that go into managing home life, really. That's awesome. Yeah. I I feel like I use this in so many different ways as well. And like I said, I don't even think I use it nearly as efficiently as a lot of people and especially as you. You just mentioned a daily homepage and I love this idea, like kind of like a control center for everything you would put into Notion. Um, can you walk us through kind of like how you set that up and what all the things that you keep on there and how you then go from there into everything else you track? Yeah, yeah. So I love that you asked that because my daily page is actually where I start my day every day. And in fact, it's so critical to my process that oftentimes it's also where I end my day if I'm being uh, consistent with my habits. And so I have one of the things I like to do is do check-ins at various points during the day. And for me, a check-in is a set of questions that I like to ask myself to just sort of like literally check in uh, to see how I'm feeling that day, what I want to accomplish that day, if there's anything I'm worrying about, really just a, a pause from sort of the, I hate to say grind, because that's not really what I mean, but you get what I'm saying, like that day in, day out, the kind of, we get into automatic pilot, a better way of saying it. And having the check-ins for is a huge way of me zooming 
in the midst of the day and and deciding how I want a couple of hours to go. So my daily pay is where I have my check-ins located and I set those up as template buttons. So I have a preset list of questions that are in a page. And so all I have to do is click the template button and it pops open a new page with all my questions and I fill them out. And then I suppose all in a reflection database. So I can go and see that like, you know, on December 14th, I was talking about balance. That's the tag I have on it for this morning. And then from there on the daily page, I have a link to a separate table, the one I was talking about for sort of like the daily habits. And in that table, I track a whole slew of things from like, I have check boxes for did I sweat? Did I stretch? Did I meditate? Did I do my morning pages? Did I do a thought model? Did I take medicine, vitamins, so on and so forth? So you could go down the laundry list of the things that you keep track of for yourself. And, you know, this is all in one table, but I display it in different sections. So I don't have to think through it all at once all the time. I get to create what I'm looking at given moment. And so this daily page, it actually has like four, I think four sections to it. And so there's a page that's worthy of my attention at five in the morning when I'm like pre-coffee and just trying to get my brain in gear. But there's also a section of it that's like midday check-in and a section of it that's more towards the end of the day. And in each of these areas, I use my habit tracker and I display different fields or different properties. So in the morning, the only thing I really care about is like, did I remember to take, you know, did I remember to have some water? And what time did I wake up? That kind of thing. But later in the day, there's fields for food and tracking symptoms. Like I have chronic sinus issues. So I track all the symptoms related to that just so I can see going back. Oh, hey, you know, this has actually been bugging me for a couple of weeks now, not just a couple of days. And it just gives me all this rich information about what's going on in my in my world from a day-to-day basis. So that's kind of how I jump off from the daily page. I'm taking notes and mapping out all these things that I need to add in mind. So talk a little bit more about templates, because I think this is one of the huge strengths of Notion. And I know that there seems to be an ability to share templates, because I've used templates that other people have created. I haven't gotten very good at creating my own templates yet, but this has been on my list because a lot of the things I do are repetitive and creating them as a template, like a daily to-do list or weekly planning for my team, things like that, it seems really, really helpful. So walk us through the advantages of templates and how to kind of figure out how to use them. Yeah. So the word template used in a couple of different ways in sort of the notion sphere, if you will. So the high level version of a template is like, you know, you can build out whatever you want your pages and tables to look like, and then you can actually share that whole setup with other people. And so when you say you've brought templates into your system, that's what you're talking about there. There's actually a way to share it on the web. And when you first go into Notion, you can like click the duplicate button on a shared template and it will transfer that whole setup into your setup. So when I work with clients privately, that's often what we do is once I get them set up with the basics and they're rocking and rolling and they've they've got the technical skills down, which only takes, you know, an hour or two to do, then we transfer my template into their system. My template's a little bit of a whopper, right? Because I, you know, do this day in and day out. And uh, that's one way to sort of streamline things is to find a, a person that you like Notion already, you know, either via YouTube or whatever, and then 
either purchase or look for a free template that you can transfer in your system. It's a huge time saver because those templates, if they're designed well, will come with all these tables that we're talking about pre-linked together. So you don't have to sit there and kind of be able to figure out all the layout. It also eases things from the standpoint. I like to say that Notion doesn't have an opinion about how you manage your business or your life. And so that's both a good thing and a bad thing in the set. Them not having an opinion means that you have to have an opinion. We all have to decide for ourselves, how are we notion? Where are we going to start our day? What's going to be the most important? And then, but it means that we get to decide all that stuff as opposed to having to fall into whatever the software developer decided was the best way to do something. So that's templates at a high level, but there's also templates within the system that are like for any given database, you can have a template that could pre-fill information. So like best example for me is in a work, I have a template in particular for my meeting log, if you will. And so when I start a new, say I have a new sales client or something like I actually have pre-filled questions that I like to make sure I ask and so when I start a conversation of that nature I can just press a button on that table launches a new page with all of those questions pre so I don't even have to think about it maybe you like you're running a podcast for example certain steps that you follow for the podcast probably on a weekly basis on a month and so of those sort of checklists, if you will, could be uh, their own template in a system so that you, every time you start a new podcast, you know, content calendar for your month or your quarter could open that up and you'd have all new checkboxes to start your, your flow of information. And I'm using checkboxes just to make the example, but your templates from Google can get really complex with nested tables and us related information. So it's really, it, this is what makes Notion awesome is that it's so um, malleable to what the user actually needs. It can be super simple with just a couple of checkboxes or really powerful and you could use it to manage a team or run a business. And then the third one, like so many templates. So the third type of template is actually what we call a template button. And a template button is uh, a completely different kind of uh, feature in Notion where it just exists on the page and you can put anything into it that you want to replicate. And I like to use it because it gives the title of the page a pre-filled label so it pops in as opposed to using a template in a table, which doesn't do that. And you can kind of sneak them in throughout. And so if there's certain things that you do on a repeated basis, but maybe aren't so complex that it's worth putting them in their own table, then you can, you know, use these template buttons just to sort of streamline a process or create a set of reminders. Or like I said, it's good for creating a set of checkboxes that maybe you do every week or month or something. Yeah, I'm thinking of so many new ways to use this for a lot more areas of my life, certainly. Um, does this, can Notion integrate directly with other systems that people might be using? For instance, you mentioned Slack or Calendar apps or can it can it integrate directly with any of these things or does it stand alone? So right now it's stone. What I'll say is that Notion has in it the ability to embed a lot of apps. So what that means is Notion is basically accessed through the Slack, the Slack command and you press that and you'll see a host of options and as you start typing it kind of narrows down. So one of the things you can do is you can like embed a Google Doc. Just last week 
there was a release notion put out a notice that they are in the midst of testing API, which is uh, basically the call that applications use to talk between each other. And so it's going to be in beta early next year. So fingers crossed sometime before the end of next year, we're going to actually have true integration with other applications. But right now, standalone. And I will say, though, whenever I've had that, like when I use Todoist or some of these other apps that are out there to help manage my life, I always found myself adding more to it than I could really reasonably process. So there's something about API that can send us down a path of almost like over integrating things. So in some ways, I'm kind of grateful that Notion has been uh, the standalone feature because it really encourages curating what you're putting in there as opposed to just dumping everything in there and then not really being able to use it to execute on the things that you wanna be able to do. That's awesome. I know another kind of unrelated thing that I use it for that I probably could figure out how to templatize better, um, but that I recommend to people that might be a new one, um, even for you, is I use it to do something called the Feynman technique. And I keep what would basically be like a journal, but um, where I sort of put all of my Feynman technique uh, summaries right now. And for anybody who's not familiar, I've mentioned it a little bit on the podcast before, but the Feynman technique is basically the idea that you have learned something when you have the ability to clearly and concisely explain it to a child. And luckily I have lots of children to actually practice this and explain to every day. But I, this is something I do whenever I read a new book or watch a TED talk or learn a new concept by researching or really delve into the studies on a topic. And I find it really helps recall, but by committing these things to an actual written form, I also have them in one place for reference. So if I ever need to go back and remember something from a book or from a concept that I've learned, it's in one place. And Notion gives me a great place to track all of these. And then I can also like easily find them to share them if I need to with my team or um, whatever it may be. So that's a tip I love to give moms is it really helps, I find, enhance recall and creativity. And if you're not a big fan of writing, you can use another app called Otter on your phone to speak into your phone and explain and it will transcribe it for you. So then you can put it in um, Notion. So that's kind of like how you said you use it as a journal. That's sort of the way I sort of daily journal um, with it. And then you mentioned you also use it to track things like goals and I do too, but I have a feeling you're gonna have some tips of better ways that I can be using this to track goals. So do you build templates for that or how do you map out and then keep track of goals within Notion? Yeah. So. Tracking of goals, I do a KR process, uh, which has been really revolutionary because for me personally, because I always found smart goals to be a little too bossy, if you will. I'm a rebel at heart. And so uh, the second someone tells me what to do, I tend to do the opposite. So a smart goal never never quite worked for me because I just wanted to rebel against it. But there's something about the OKR methodology where when you make the objectives, the sort of inspirational slash aspirational things that you're trying to do in your business or your life, the impact that you're trying to have, the focus, and you set those up first, suddenly having key results, which are essentially SMART goals, they're timely and specific, it feels a lot more approachable to me. And there are things that I really care about. So I'm able to you know, harness that power of king it. And so the way my system is configured is I have uh, objective results, both in separate tables. And then 
I also am a big fan of Charlie Gilkey and the Productive Flourishing Academy. He has a book called Start Finishing, which if you haven't read it or seen it, I highly recommend it. It's it's just a great book for anybody really. Like I've seen professionals use it. I've seen creatives use it. I've seen parents use it. It's just a neat methodology for planning how to actually finish the things that we start, right? So the way I use starting or the momenting method in Notion is I have some other tables, ones for projects, which I think of as kind of like the smaller steps to making my key results happen. And then I have a table for actions or tasks with a really micro level, I need to you know, update this thing or research this thing, whatever is the task I need to take care of. And then to make it even more uh, robust, I have one more table that I use, which I call areas, which is meant to be sort of wheel of life, if you will. So any sort of uh, component to my life that I want to have an intentional practice around and chin with, I set up in the areas. And so it's sort of like having a goal, but it takes off, like I said, that time pressure so that it's just, you know, periodically I go in and I look at those things that matter to me and I can kind of, you know, some of them have check boxes, some of them have tables, some of them just have quotes to remind me of things. So it's a very fluid process by the time it gets to areas, but it allows me to separate out things I care about that I want to be intentional about from actual measurable goals that I have in my business. And all of these tables, uh, very areas of my system. So they all appear in my weekly review. They appear on some of them are on the daily page. Or I also have two other dashboards that I use after the daily page on a day to day basis. And they're called the the today page and the this week page. And those allow me to have, like I said, time-based perspective on what it is I'm trying to create. I love that. I know, uh, like, an, I think OKR, I'm a huge fan as well. I'll put some of my favorite resources related to understanding that um, in the show notes. I think it's applicable to everyone. I know it's often used in business, but I think it's actually very relevant to parents as well as far as planning long-term things with our kids, um, certainly for homeschooling parents and having goals related to that. And I also use it, like I said, in my personal personal life for personal development things or new skills I'm trying to learn and, and keeping track of all of those. Um, I feel like there's just so many ways to, to use that. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic, the superfood mushroom company that I have been talking about and loving for years. I'm a big fan of all of their products, especially their coffee infused with brain-boosting lion's mane and their reishi elixir at night for awesome sleep. Recently, I've really been enjoying their protein powder. I especially love the peanut butter flavor because confession, peanut butter is one of my weaknesses. And I love that now I can get all of the flavor in this protein-packed format rather than in the super calorie-dense format of just peanut butter. And I've been making peanut butter chocolate smoothies with that. Um, For people who eat bananas, banana would probably be also a great addition, but I've just been sticking with the chocolate and peanut butter. I love it and my kids love it too. But you can try all of their products. I have yet to find one that I don't love. Try them all at foursigmatic.com forward slash wellness mama. And as a listener of this podcast, you can save 10% off all of their products with the code wellness mama, all lowercase. So again, that's F O U R S I G M A T I C.com 
forward slash wellness mama and the code wellness mama to save 10%. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Blocks Glasses. Did you know that blue light damages our eyes and leads to digital eye strain when it comes from artificial sources? Symptoms of digital eye strain can include blurred vision, headaches, and dry, watery eyes. And some people even experience anxiety, depression, and low energy. I personally noticed that when I was exposed to, exposed to blue light after dark, I didn't sleep as well and I felt more fatigued the next day. Blue blocks are the evidence-backed solution to this problem, and they're made under optics laboratory conditions in Australia. They have over 40 styles and come in prescription and non-prescription, so there's truly a pair for everyone. I also love that Blue Blocks is giving back by working in partnership with Restoring Vision in their Buy One Gift One campaign. So for each pair of Blue Blocks glasses purchased, they donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. Really awesome company, really awesome mission, and they have worked wonders for me. You can get free shipping worldwide and save 20% by going to blueblocks.com forward slash wellness mama and using the code wellness mama all one word at checkout make sure you get the spelling right it's b-l-u-b-l-o-x.com forward slash wellness mama and the code wellness mama at checkout a couple other ways that i use it are like use notion in general are for keeping track of things like christmas gift ideas or gift ideas in general for all my kids i have things like that because they tend to mention things throughout the year um, and then rather than having to think of them just at this time of the year. Also things like house updates and projects, things I need to like work toward with that. And you mentioned also things like health metrics, which is also relevant to a lot of people listening. How can we use Notion to keep track of these things? How would you set that up? Yeah, so this is where Notion really be a complete like life operating system. And I say that, and I, you know, I'm always very, I work with a lot of beginners and a lot of right brain sort of creative mind map type people. And so I have a soft spot for, for them. And I know that saying the phrase operating system can, can, uh, is not always enticing to everybody, but at the same time, it's just a way of harnessing all that creativity and all those ideas you have and putting the information that we're all tracking in our heads down into a can get again. That's the key thing for me, whether we're about homeschooling or even just keeping track, helping your kids keep track of their schoolwork and if they are doing online class or their chore schedule or their after school events or one that I did recently uh, that I kind of amused myself with is I set up a whole table that's like, I call them weekly quests. And it's basically a gamified version of keeping track of things that I don't have to do every day, but I need to do a few times a week. And it basically, the way the table works is I have uh, a couple of formulas built in so that if I, as long as I vacuum once a week, I get a thumbs up and a good job. But if I vacuum twice a week, then it gives me a bonus. And so I have this whole gamified thing with formulas in there that just amuses me to no end. And it actually encourages me to do these things that I might otherwise procrastinate or just feel like, oh, I'm too tired. I can wait till tomorrow. And then you know how that goes. Like Then it's like three days later and you still haven't vacuumed or whatever. So I like to put fun things in there so it doesn't always feel like oh, this is like one more thing I have to do. The key thing for me with Notion, like I actually want to open it on the weekend, which I've never felt before with any other app. So in terms of like getting to a more practical answer to your question, one of the things that I used in, or that I did in Notion this year that was super helpful is we moved. And so not only 
did I have in there are lists of we looking for in a house and what were like our ideal, you know, features and what were the must haves and like all of the houses we visited kind of like doing a pro con list on them. And then when it got time for the move, I did a whole inventory. So I numbered all the boxes. And then when, when I packed a box, I just made like a three phrase or three sentence, just a really quick, what am I trying to say? Three word, there we go. Three word description of what went in the box. And so then I was able to, when we moved and it's like, okay, we need whatever the coffee grinder, I could actually search the table and find it. And I knew, okay, this is box 89 or whatever it was. And I have to say, I thought I was over-engineering it and kind of laughing at myself, but I was having so much fun doing it. I did it anyway, and it totally paid off. Like it was well worth the effort I put in to be able to track down, you know, whatever pot and pan and my spices come that first week after the move. So that's sort of like a practical way that you could use an app like this to make your life easier. And another thing we've talked about a little bit, but I want to make sure we say explicitly is that because Notion is an app, it has both desktop and phone interfaces. And then of course they sync. And so that's been really helpful to me because for instance, like some of the things we've talked about, like meal planning, I can pull that up when I'm at the store. I can work on these things when I'm at an appointment with the kids or waiting on the kids at an activity because my phone is pretty much always with me. And so it's super convenient that way, but then it's easy also to work on on a desktop when you're setting up some of these bigger um, projects and, and bigger things. How much, I'm curious from you, I mean, obviously you're probably a power user of Notion, but how much are you interacting with Notion during a, a normal day? A good question. Um, I'm in and out of it pretty much all day long. I will say though, you know, I still keep a paper journal when I'm on the phone, oftentimes because I'm showing somebody else how to use Notion. So we're in their Notion setup, but I find it helpful for my brain to write some things down. And then I have a process at the end of the week where I kind of go through that list and make sure that everything's in Notion the way I want it to be. And that, you know, I can keep track of all the little details and the nuances. So I find it to be a really fluid thing in terms of, you know, some days I'm in there like literally almost all day. Now, granted, I'm a Notion consultant, so that makes sense. But even on days when I'm working on other things or helping somebody with a website or other business systems, I'm still in and out pretty much all day. And I would say the other two things I'll throw out, I love that you mentioned the web the web, desktop, phone, and it works on iPad really well. In fact, they've made a lot of improvements in the last couple months on how it works on iPad. And so it's like almost so much, so many improvements that I kind of want to get a brand new iPad just so I can use it. It's a, it's great to be able to see it in all these different formats. And there is a new thing on the new iOS operating, you know, the uh, the latest update for iOS actually has this thing called widgets, which if people haven't seen them or checked them out yet, they're really cool. They basically put little mini apps, if you will, right on your phone screen. And the Notion widget is super helpful because it can take like the first few things in your favorites. So like my favorites, the pages are daily, quick capture and my today page plus a few others. And I actually have that widget right on my phone so that, you know, if I'm in the kitchen making a cup of tea between calls and I think of something, I can pop it open and add it to my quick capture or whatever page makes sense really easily and on the fly. So there's lots of like, 
you know, you're not locked into only being in your browser or only be on your desktop. You have lots of options and ways to access it that can make life easier. Awesome. And you mentioned at the beginning, this is a difficult thing to explain entirely just verbally because it's very much hands-on and visual as well. Um, but I know this is something that you do help people with and you have a website related to. So for people who want to understand more and who want to start integrating this, um, I'll make sure that link is in the show notes, but kind of walk us through how you help people with that and the resources you have. Yeah. So for different types of clients and different. So I really would love to next have a group of moms or dads, families that want to use it for homeschool or personal stuff and all of that stuff. So what I'm going to do is set up a little form on my website. So if anybody's interested in that kind of thing, they can let me know and then we can figure it out in the new year. And the other thing I'll throw out, you can find Twitter at Notion Nerd and Instagram at Notion Nerd also. So the best way to find me is on sandrahalling.com. And if you put in forward slash wellness mama, you land on a page that will have some inf interesting information that's like geared towards helping families. Uh, and I actually would love to have a workshop next year specifically with that as the target. So I'll put in a little thing that if that's of interest to anybody, they can sign up and let me know. But main ways I work with people right now is through business coaching and system support. And so sometimes people come in and they want just Notion. And so we'll deep dive over 30 days to get everything up and rocking and rolling. And then sometimes what people need is more of like a kind of slower burn, if you will. So we do a three to six month approach to dig into the different systems they have in their business and streamline things, connect all the dots. Like just this morning, I was helping a client connect their Google Calendar with their iCloud, with their MacBook, with their phone, like all those little doodads go together. And so Notion sort of like one piece of the puzzle for me, but in backbone of the systems I set up. So again, you can find me on the web at sandrahalling.com or on Twitter or Instagram at Notion Nerd. Perfect. I will make sure those are linked here. And uh, another question I love to ask at the end, you mentioned one already, but if there's a book or a number of books that have had a dramatic impact on your life, and if so, what they are and why? Yeah, so I have to say that one of the most impactful books for me is Getting Things Done, which it's sort of a classic in the productivity space. So I found it most valuable or most impactful in the sense that it, it taught me how to group and categorize and process information in a way that I hadn't seen before. And I it came out when I was pretty young in my career. I think I was about 20 or so. So it was just hit me at the right moment to create what we have now, which is, you know, database consultant um, now for many years. So that was really impactful. And obviously, start finishing is kind of a great tool now. I think getting things done is sort of a classic, but also it was written 20 years ago. So there's some elements to it where our lives have just changed so much. And I think Start Finishing does a better job of addressing all of the different avenues that our lives take and how much information comes at us and just sort of managing the, the mix there. And then other books that like really matter to me on a personal level were like some Ram Dass books, Paths to God and uh, Eckhart Tolle's New Earth was also really impactful for me because it just gave me a different perspective on things. And I, I like mixing these things. So it's both looking at my life holistically gives me um, a desire to want to organize it more. So that's kind of how those two things tie together for me. 
great recommendations. I'll make sure those are linked in the show notes as well. Um, I'm so glad I got to share more about Notion today because like I said, it's a tool that I find really invaluable. And I also want, I feel like I'm not using as much as I could be and I'm excited to have learned more from you today and hopefully shared a new resource with many of the people listening that can simplify their lives. But thank you for your time today and for all the work you're doing. Thank you so much, Katie. It was a lot of fun. And thank you guys as always for listening, for sharing your most valuable resource, your time with both of us today. We're so grateful that you did. And I hope that you will join me again on the next episode of the Wellness Mama podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.